So when I walk into my office, the first thing I do is look over at my phone. And there's a message machine that if anyone has called, there's a little red light of death. That means there's something I gotta do, or someone's in trouble, or something is, needs to be done. So there's no greater relief than walking to my office and there being no red light. But when I walk in and I see it, a little part of me dies. I go, oh, okay, here we go. So I listen to this voice message and I'm not sure who it was, but this gentleman said, hey, Father, I got a question about confession. Uh, there's this verse somewhere, I was talking to someone, they're asking me why we go to confession with this binding on the earth and loosing on the earth. Where, where is that in scripture? And I'm sitting there like, dude, it's called a computer. Like, look it up, man. Is this what I am to you? What's going on here? So I call him up, he's a very nice gentleman, and uh, I get my Bible out and I'm looking all over, like, where is this? And finally found it in Matthew. And uh, he's like, all right, thanks, Father, goodbye, and hung up. I was just, I was a little, I was a little just like, come on, you, you could have figured that out, man. Like, you could have you found that. Uh, but a couple days later, I'm getting ready for the gospel, and here it is, again, the same reading. So the Lord wanted me to dwell on it a little bit and percolate, so he used that man. So whoever that was, if he was one of you, thank you. But this reading, brothers and sisters, is, is terrific because it shows us that our Lord has passed on the powers to the apostles, this, this divine authority to be the steward of the church, specifically within Peter, right? This understanding that we have the Pope, someone running the ship until our Lord gets back, and then also, you know, what is really one of the most important things, the ability to forgive sins. And that was passed on to the apostles, which passed on to bishops and bishops and bishops all the way up to Bishop Malloy, who ordained me last year. And that power, that when we walk into the box, it's not, not me saying I forgive your sins, it's Christ because of this reading, which is just such a beautiful thing. You know, we have confessions all the time and um, people are going, to be honest with you. Maybe you wouldn't think like, all right, they got confessions every day, what's that all about? But people are going to confession, so that's a good thing. Uh, the lines are getting longer, but the th important thing here, brothers and sisters, is to be able to make a good confession. And that leads me to story number two from this week, in which it was also Tuesday, and I have a wedding next week that was supposed to be in April with some friends of mine, but I was getting ready for the meeting. And all of a sudden, I couldn't locate the wedding file. And I was like, oh boy, where is that thing? I started that file last December. There's been paperwork done. There's baptismal certificates. The wedding's next week. I gotta find it. So I run over to my office and I start looking with, you know, not a whole lot of anxiety, but as I go through each drawer and am not able to find this file at all, the anxiety levels start to raise a little bit and I'm freaking out. And then I run over to the storage room because I thought maybe it had accidentally been put in somewhere and I go through all of my stuff in storage, every little file I could find or piece of paper, I'm like where is this file? I searched my car for some reason, it, it wasn't there. And like I search everywhere. And then I go research my office, research my room and I'm like, oh no, this is not good. I've got a wedding next week and I don't know where the file is. So I go up to Monsignor and I'm like, Monsignor, <laughs> I got a wedding next week. I can't find the file. 
what do I do? He's like, calm down, you'll be okay. I've been there and uh, we'll figure it out. Just, you need to, it, it was, I spent like two hours, it was 9.30. It's like, just go to bed, it'll work out tomorrow. So the next day, you know, I'm praying with it a little bit because I'm just gonna let, end the story right now. I never found the file. I had to do a lot of work on Thursday and Friday to get all the paperwork from Rockford and from the couple to catch up. But I was sitting there and I was just a little upset with myself, like, oh, this is annoying. Why, why, was, why is the Lord having me lose this file? I don't understand. I don't think I was being ridiculous with it. But as I was sitting there, I realized the grace obviously wasn't losing the file, but it was the search. It was looking through all that I had found. Because as I was cleaning through my entire office, I was like, oh, there's that piece of paper I was looking for for a couple months. As I was going through storage, I found a t-shirt that I thought was gone. I was like, oh, I've been looking for that t-shirt. And then I found a golf certificate to a golf course that I thought was gone. And I was like, oh, look at that. This is amazing. And then I'm going through my room. I found a credit card I thought had been lost. I found like six things. I guess I gotta be a little more organized is the whole moral of the story. But I found all of these things and that was the gift of doing the search. And for us brothers and sisters, that is why we need to make an examination of conscience on a regular basis. You know, at least once a week, we need to sit down and kind of search through the events of our day, the, ascent, the events of our week, and say, all right, where is the Lord working in my life? Those are graces. I'm grateful for that. Where did I fail in loving the way that the Lord called me to love? Right, and to bring those con to confession. Because even if we go to confession, if we're not making that regular examination of con conscience, much like that file, we're gonna just forget about it. There are all those things. If you don't regularly kind of look at your life, you're missing out on an opportunity. The Lord wants to give us so much grace, but he can only work with what we give him. That's why so many saints like St. Ignatius of Loyola love the spiritual exercises where you examine every week, every day. And for St. Ignatius, really every moment of your life, you're constantly sort of thinking and it just becomes a part of who you are. This isn't like a neurosis or anything, but it's a good thing to do, brothers and sisters, so that when you go to confession, you're well examined, the Holy Spirit has illuminated in your heart what he wants you to work on. And in that moment, you're able to just give it all to God because that's what he wants. Like it says in the psalm, his kindness endures forever. His love is eternal. The word for that in Hebrew is hesed, H-E-S-E-D. Maybe you know hesed house and aurora, right? That love is the greatest love. And even saying kindness is forever, love is eternal, it doesn't even paint the picture. We don't even have a way to describe how strong and eternal and faithful and trusting is this love. That you can just continually betray someone every single day and they love you so much they don't even care. Our Lord, every time we sin, every time we go to confession, he's like, I don't care. That's how much I love you. Just give it to me, I'll take it. I died for you on the cross. Be free of this burden because I love you. The only way we can kind of even wrap our mind is, 
You know, imagine a spouse caring for um, his husband or wife through many, many, many years of an illness, right? Just every day caring for them over and over and over. That begins to show us what Hesed is. The Lord loves us eternally. He wants us to be free of every burden. So brothers and sisters, as we receive communion today, let's examine our hearts and take it to the Lord to live in his freedom.